Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Thank you so much for that introduction, Carl, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Of course, today is the best day of the week. Because it's Friday and I get to touch people's heart in a positive way on Fridays. And I hope that I am helping you to think about doing the same and causing a ripple effect so that we can have lots of people out there impacting people's hearts in a positive way on Fridays. Today, I have my business partner, Liz M. Raymond, joining me. And we are going to have a conversation about community. Uh, Liz M. Raymond is a single mom of two grown sons, serial entrepreneur, professional business organizer, an accounting professional with 30 years in the field. She's a champion of women and a philanthropist. Liz loves to help women entrepreneurs gain economic independence through business financial literacy Connecting the dots between the businesses they birth and the money systems that get them there, especially single mompreneurs. The message Liz is on a mission to share is you have a choice. Whether you choose to do or don't do, the choice is yours. It all begins from within. So welcome, Liz, and happy Friends Friday. Happy Friends Friday, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. We always have the most interesting conversations. And as you know, I have had a young fellow on earlier this month, Gabriel, who talked a little bit about community and the importance of engaging in community and how it it actually helped influence him in making his career choice. Uh, then I had a quick chat with uh, Kelly who is the executive director of A Friendly Voice, which is a support system for seniors in our communities. Actually, she's it's set up for all of Ontario now. Amazing people that I've had on that have had conversations with me around community. And so you and I are going to have a conversation about community as well which is, of course, the third C for success, as we often talk about at Graduate Thrivers and understanding how the four C's impact us in order for us to thrive and succeed. So Liz, tell me about how community is important for you and the difference it makes uh, engaging in the community for you. I found community very important because I really noticed that as a, an entrepreneur in the business that I, I have done in the past and what I'm doing now, I deal with many different companies and, and businesses and whatnot. And I really notice a difference with the environment of, of a business, which is like a community where people support each other and they're always looking for better ideas and supporting everybody. Whereas the flip side of that is having worked in a business where people nitpicked at each other, they didn't support each other, they criticized a lot, and it was a very toxic environment after a while. And what was interesting was that I actually had worked with them for four years, and I could just feel myself like in the morning I would wake up and I would, I, it would be the old dreaded, oh my god, I have to go there this morning. <laughs> and it was funny because 
you know, I made this big boo-boo um, that I know it was not, I was not conscious of the boo-boo that I made. So it was stuff that had gone on something I had done, didn't realize that I had done it. So I did it again. And um, lo and behold, you know, they weren't happy with it. So they let me go. And you know what? It was a bad for good because I no longer worked in that, that toxic environment and I got better clients afterwards, but just having gone through that experience and just realizing how, unconsciously I was making these mistakes that was exiting me out the door. (laughs) Well, yeah. And the other thing that came to mind for me is that had the environment been a healthy one where, you know, if you've got a healthy community where people are literally helping each other and looking out for each other, they should have been looking out for you and addressed it the first time around so that you wouldn't make the mistake again. And had they had your back, they would have done that and, and brought it to your attention so that the, the error could have been corrected. Right. And that's really not a healthy environment to be in on a regular basis. And I don't know, is this a client that you had or were you working there all day? Every no, day? I, I had, it was a client that I had that I worked, I worked there a couple days a week, but um in essence, it, w- it was a really good kind of aha moment, kind of woke me up to certain things, which made me wo- more conscious of who I chose to work with next. Also, teaching people to respect my boundaries, and, and it was really finding people who supported you. And I mean, I'm human, I make mistakes. Yep. I'm really good at what I do, but it doesn't mean I don't make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and-, yeah, and the thing is, we learn from our mistakes, right? So they're not a bad thing. Making a mistake is not a bad thing. It's actually a healthy thing to bring you to awareness so that you can make corrections and learn from that, right? So that you don't make it again going forward. Yeah, for sure. And, and having other people that understand that as well, right? Yeah. I mean, we know we're never going to learn if we do if we do things right all the time. Or maybe if they pick up on it and don't say anything, then they're setting you up to fail, right? Mm -hmm. And so you definitely want to be surrounded by people that are going to help you reflect on things and help you to be able to learn from mistakes and be better. That's how we improve. And having a community like that is so important. And being in a toxic environment is something that can play a toll on your physical well-being like over time right so because you you're under stress and like you said you wouldn't look forward to going there in the morning it was it was not something that you enjoyed doing so obviously that stresses you out and that causes physical challenges as well down the road oh for sure and I really recognize that that's what was happening because when I get stressed out, I go and close my door to an office or to a space or whatever and, and just sit there and breathe so I can, you know, get myself back into a better position and, you know, kind of release whatever was hanging over me sort of thing. And so I found I was doing that more and more. And so I knew that, like, I knew I was getting to that point, but um, my body definitely told me that um, it was time to go. <laughs> Now that makes me think about how you talk about 
your message and you have a choice whether you choose to do or don't do the choice is yours right Mm -hmm. and a lot of times change is imposed on us because we don't vocalize our choice or we don't take time to reflect and say okay you know what I'm in this situation. I don't like being in this situation. I am going to choose to do something different to allow me to have a better situation, whether that's laying out boundaries or whether that's moving to a a new uh, client or firing a client, as you would say, or the choice is always yours. And when you don't take action on the situations that are causing you grief or harm in any way, then, and not allowing you to grow, then that's really what the key is, is recognizing that you have choices. There are options. Yeah. And that's being aware that we do have options. So some people say, well, I have no choice. Well, it may feel like you have no choice, but you do. You just need to be open to other considerations of, you know, how can I change this? What can, can, can I do differently? And sometimes when we're so much in it, it feels like we don't have a choice, but you really do. And then sometimes it's, we're making a conscious choice not to make a choice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And community, as we talk about at Graduate Thrivers, it's one of the um, components of thriving in life is making sure that the community in which you live and work are healthy communities that will help you grow and thrive and not just survive, right? And those, those communities will change as you grow and as you, as you thrive, they will change. So just thinking back to the beginning of my journey, the people that I used to hang around with were very negative and very toxic. And, and it was easy to just jump on that bandwagon and just do, do the same. And so this is what we do. Right. And, but when I became conscious of, you know, I didn't like where my life was at and I, I was ready for change and I was ready to listen to, you know, what are my opportunities or how can I do this? And then I shifted. And then I, I can't say that I intentionally just went, okay, well, I'm done with you guys. It was just kind of over time. So that I started hanging around with people that challenged me or, you know, were in that place where I wanted to be sort of faded away from the, the other people. So it's not necessarily a overnight, okay, done with you guys onto these guys. It's just a gradual shift. Yeah. You fa- you phase them out. Then your vibration that you're putting out there because you're at a different place now, because you've learned things and you've got more experience, you then now attract those like-minded people that will help you grow and support you and push you out of your comfort zone a little bit too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so important to continue to grow as, as an individual And the community that we have at Graduate Thrivers is the same. It's a community of like-minded women in business. And we all brainstorm ideas together so that we can help each other grow and nurture the good stuff and the stuff that we're not so good at, find resources that can help us to hand off those tasks and delegate those tasks that you don't have to be good at everything. You just need to know what you really love to do and 
focus on that and grow that and surround yourself with people that have the skill sets to do the other things, you know? Yes. And lovingly be called out on things. Yes. <laughs> lovingly be called out. Yes. That's so true. Because a lot of times when you're in it, whatever it is, you don't recognize some of the things because it's so commonplace to you, like that mistake that you originally made, right? You, you said you made it a couple of times. Well, if, if you're doing it over and over again and nobody says anything, how do you know that it's not, it's, it's not right? You know, like that's the thing is having the people there who can see from the outside. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're just not aware. And that's, I, I really find that when I was in that space, I wasn't always paying attention to what I was doing. So I wasn't aware, you know, I was repeating that same mistake. The cool thing about this whole deciding to change, making the choice, and the, it's like, okay, well, I don't like where I'm at. I want to be somewhere else. Don't like where I'm headed. So it's time to, to make a choice to do something. And so when I made that choice, I started being more conscious of what was going on around me. And, and it was a lot of work, <laughs> but it was not worth it. It is work. And that's the thing, like change, as you talk about, is a choice. However, it's not always an easy thing to accomplish, right? And just making the choice to step into a new direction is scary, yeah. And that's why it's really important to have that community because had I not had the community that I had when I was ready to make the change, I may have just said, you know what, to heck with this. This is way too hard. I'm just going to go back where it's easy. I'm going to be unconscious. I'm just going to do the same old stuff and, and just not worry about it. Cause uh, it was, it was tempting to do that every once in a while, but having the community that I had, it was, um, gentle, loving, being called out on things and, and just being pointed out that I was doing, there was, there were things that I wanted to do that I hadn't even realized that I was doing it until somebody said, well, Liz, like you're already doing that. And then when I really thought about it, I went, oh shit, I am. It's like, okay. Again, being in it, you are wrapped up in all of it. So you don't necessarily have the eyes, the clarity, the vision to see what's going on until somebody else brings it to your attention. And then you go, Oh yeah, I guess I should step back and, and reevaluate so that I can make the changes that I choose to, so that I can get to where I want to be. And, and that works with, with anything, you know, and it's so important that you do take time to think about what makes you happy and the things that give you joy so that you can be on path to accomplish those things. And that's why community is so important. And I think too, that's also why today people are really thriving to gather, to gather together. It's such a, an exciting thing to bring people together. And you and I have been talking about doing that with our graduate is, you know, having in-person sessions because the energy is definitely different it's a lot of fun to be able to meet new people too. Like I get so excited on Fridays when I get to meet new people. I'm just so thrilled that I have the opportunity to be in person and and see people and talk to people and meet new people and find out where they're at and learn about them and where our common interests lie and how I can help them with maybe some of the things that 
I have as my experiences and, and knowledge and wisdom that I can share. So community is so, so important. Couldn't agree more. All right. So Liz, we have a question from our last episode and it's purple. <laughs> my favorite color. So Kelly's the one that picked the purple question. What do you like most about each person in your family? The purple category is all about relationships. So what do you like most about each person in your family? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess in my immediate family, I just have my two boys now. So I'll start with my youngest. So my youngest, I love how he just has this calming way of, um, getting people to come down from higher stress situations. He, he, his reasoning is, is um, amazing. So he's got that. And for my oldest son, um, I just love how he easily pivots. You know, he, he's gone through different changes in careers and whatnot. Like, it just amazes me that it's like, it's from one thing to the next and, and he's just, he pivots just so smoothly and has a really great way of communicating with the, the people that, that he works with, at least from what I can, from, from where I'm sitting anyway. That's the two boys. Now they're, they're lady loves. I'll start again with my youngest one. So his, his lady love, Alex, is she's, uh, she's so cute. She took me on as my personal trainer. And that's been really great because it's funny because my Josh has always been bugging me to, you know, get healthier and all that kind of stuff. But she has a really great way of, I guess, encouraging you um, doing doing the training because there's moments it's like uh, I felt like going, oh, you know, tell that it's like there's just no way. And she, come on, you're almost there. You're, you're done. You know, you're almost done. And and so that that's that's pretty cool because I've I've not had anybody who's done the training with me before so otherwise it's just like okay i'm done it's like whatever that's great um, and then with derek's lady love she's uh she's a very gentle gal and i just love how she's so thoughtful about other people so concerned about other people kind of cool to see and she's all very encouraging uh within the whole the whole family and and sees the best of people so i really love love that about her my mom's not here anymore, but the one thing I did love about my mom is just her curiosity about people. And I think that's where I got my, where I talked to everybody. She used to talk, she would talk to everybody and I would know, you know, their kids, their family, where they lived, all, everything, you know, within a, you know, within a matter of hours, she'd be, just have all these great conversations. Nice. And so she, like, she was really a community kind of gal because no matter where she where she went, the groups that she was in, she always got to know everybody, helped each other. So that was uh, really cool about her. Well, it's interesting because Kelly was saying on uh, the last episode how our seniors are, a lot of them are still independent in their homes, but they're not necessarily interacting in activities that are in the community. So recognizing who those people are and just stop in and say hi and have a, a conversation with them for a few minutes can make all the difference because they are part of our community and they do have wisdom and knowledge to share. So keeping that in, in mind, you know, making sure that you are engaging in your community and you're not just coming home and 
going inside and closing the door behind you and then get up and go to work the next day and not talking to anybody or looking at people or, or inviting people to participate in things. That's, that's the other thing. It's hard to, for people to ask, but when they're invited, at least they feel like they're of value and that, that you're inviting them to something, you know, like my friend's Friday fun potluck. <laughs> <laughs> So there's always ways that we can uh, we can help support the people in our community and help them grow. And very excited about uh, our next generation and talking to more of them because it seems like there is great possibility and hope in our next generation. And I'm very excited about uh, learning more from them. So this has been quite the interesting journey. Now you get to pick a card for our next episode. What color category would you like to pick from, Liz? Let's go with yellow because I can see the sun shining in through the window today. Nice. All right. And what number would you like? Oh, I'm always picking three, but today let's go for six. We'll just double the power of three. How's that? I like that. Oh, what are you thankful for? So that'll be our question for our guest to answer on our next episode. Thank you for picking that one. That's a great one. Now, do you have any uh, last words of wisdom that you'd like to share? Yeah, I'd say, you know what, let go of the fear of feeling like a fool or, or being afraid of somebody else's response. When you see your neighbor, you know what, say hi, ask them if they need some help. Just really quickly, my little old lady friend next door there, she was in her mid-70s. And I'd see her out there with her backpack and she's walking. I think she's going to the local convenience store over here. But, no, you know, I saw her the other day and I said, would you like a ride? Where are you going? And she's French. And so it was funny where, you know, her English isn't great, but she can. <laughs> we, we did get some communication going on. I found out she, that she was going to the local Giant Tiger. And that's a 15-minute drive and she's walking. Wow. And, yeah. So I told her, I said, anytime you want to go, you know, just let, you know, let me know. And it was great because the conversation we had, I got to learn about, you know, that she's married, no kids, how long she's been here. She's from Montreal. And it was great. So I, so now I know my next door neighbor a little bit, you know, so when we get out and we chit chat and so Lucy sees her and gets all excited. So yeah, don't be afraid to say hi to your neighbors, have a chit chat, offer them a ride somewhere. God knows they could be your next best friend. Who knows? You just never know who you're going to meet and how they're going to impact you over time. Thank you for that, Liz. Do you have a joke for us to wrap up the episode? I do. So there was a safety meeting at work today and they asked me, what steps would you take in the event of a fire? Okay. Big ones. <laughs> what? But that was the wrong answer. <laughs> Well, I would be taking big steps, too, in the event of a fire to get your butt out the door fast enough. Me too. <laughs> well, that was cute. Thank you so much, Liz. And uh, yeah, it's really important that we uh, take time to reflect on what we want so that you know what your boundaries are and to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that will help lift you up and move you forward to help you get to where you want to be. So keep that in mind that uh, community is one of the four C's for success. And we would love to connect with you if you're interested in reaching out, you can email us and we'd be happy to uh, make a connection with you and, and help guide you on the path 
to your greatness. So thank you so much again, Liz, for joining me. And thank you to you for taking time to listen in and wrap up your week in a fun way with me. Happy Friends Friday and have a great rest of the day. And I'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.